We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hi, this is Luka Doncic. Can he get it away in time on the step back? He does! He hits! He hits! And the Mavericks have won the game! Luka Doncic with a 30-footer to win it at the horn! And you're listening to the Mavs Step Back Podcast. How's it going, everybody? Welcome in to another episode of the Mavs Step Back Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Trigg. You can find me, as always, at Dalton underscore Trigg on Twitter. You can find the pod account at Step Back Mavs. The day is here. It's lottery day. Uh, the Mavs, they have a 3% chance of jumping up and grabbing the number one overall pick, which would allow them to either draft Victor Wimbanyama or entertain what would be, in my opinion, some insane trade offers. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm still on team take Wimby and run, but I can understand the argument for if that happens, it's like, okay, well, you know, the team's lacking a lot of depth, uh, a lot of young depth uh to build alongside Luca for the foreseeable future. I don't know. I mean maybe maybe you get a pick, I mean a, a trade package you can't refuse from somebody. You know, the the Rudy Gobert trade uh I had somebody comment on on the video yesterday and said that they felt like they were in the minority and that uh you know, <laughs> the, could you imagine what a, a Victor Wimbanyama trade would be based on what the Rudy Gobert trade was uh, last summer? And I get that. I mean, you know, I can see, I can kind of see how, you know, the reasoning is there. I do think in enough time people will realize how bad the Gobert trade was, and I think expectations will be adjusted because of that. Uh, you know, it's like, it's, it's like take OG Ananobi with the Toronto Raptors, for example. I don't think anybody's going to be trading, you know, three first round picks for him anytime soon, especially given the contract situation. There were some rumors that, you know, the New York Knicks might be a team to consider doing that. I don't think they're going to do it. Now, maybe Memphis. I could see Memphis probably doing something like that. But, you know, I. It, it, it's hard to gauge players' actual value, um, you know, when when talking about first round picks because first round picks are at an all time premium. They're uh, they're something you just don't want to give away uh, for nothing. And 
you know, the Mavs, they're in a situation. It's really a franchise altering night for the Mavs in Chicago tonight. It, I mean, you hate that it has to come down to that, but I mean, that's just, that's just what we're looking at. They've, they've traded away so many picks <laughs> since, uh, uh, since 2018, you know, they, they had horrible lottery luck that first year. They had the third best odds in the Luka draft in 2018. They failed a fifth and had to trade up with the Hawks to actually get Luka at third. And they ended up trading a 2019 first round pick to do that. So they had a chance, instead of having a chance to add another young piece, another young lottery level piece, uh, in 2019, they didn't have that pick. So, you know, and that's that's part bad luck on the lottery, and that's also part, you know, bad decision by the front office because if you all remember correctly, uh, the Mavs had the opportunity to swap Wes Matthews for Kent Bazemore. And at the time, and I've made this argument for years, I I thought Kent Bazemore was probably the better player at the time. Uh, you know, based on how both guys were playing. And I would have done that. But the Mavs didn't want to take on an extra year of salary with Kent Bazemore because they were looking ahead to the Giannis free agency that never happened. And so they opted to trade the first-round pick instead. So it is what it is. Uh, you know, and then it, things have snowballed since then. You had the the awful 2019 free agency. You had uh, – the the 2019 draft so after they had that bad luck in 2018 where you know you move from uh third best odds to the fifth pick then in 2019 uh that that protected pick for the hawks there was a three-way tie between the mavs the grizzlies and the pelicans and it ended up the Pelicans getting the number one pick, getting Zion Williamson, the Grizzlies getting the number two pick, um, and getting John Morant, which, you know, that's that's not going good <laughs> right now. <laughs> Amazing talent, but uh, you know, he uh he just has like this this thing for wanting to wave wave flash guns on Instagram live. So that's not good. Uh he's probably gonna get suspended for a good portion of next season since it's his since it was his second offense in two months. So, uh, so yeah, in hindsight, uh, with uh, now that I'm talking myself through this, <laughs> uh, right in the middle of talking my way through this, I'm, I'm starting to wonder if, uh, if the 2019 draft was really that bad for the Mavs or not. Because <laughs> Zion Williamson has hardly played any games. Uh, he can't stay healthy, um, even though the Pelicans have a ton of potential if he would stay healthy. And then you have all the off-court issues with Ja Morant. So, hey, maybe maybe the Mavs didn't need that pick after all. But anyway, it would have been nice to, you know, to jump into that uh, top four and to add another high-level talent, young high-level talent uh, next to Luka. Kyrie Irving's great. Him and Luka together, they put up historic offensive numbers in the limited time they played together. And I think that can continue going into next season. But – you got to fill in, you know, the pieces around them. And with Luca on a Supermax contract and Kyrie Irving on a near max contract coming up, assuming, because uh, I mean, I don't, I don't see Kyrie Irving taking a discount. 
uh, given everything that he's gone through over the last couple of years and losing the Nike deal and all that. He wants to get paid. He wants to be on a long-term deal, and he wants to get paid. So, you know, having Luka and Kyrie on those type contracts, it's going to make it hard. It's going to make it hard. And you only have one. You have the pick. If if you keep the pick in the lottery tonight, you have this year's pick that you can trade after you make the selection. And then you've got the 2027 pick, first-round pick. And then that's that's it. I mean, you traded your 2029 first-round pick for Kyrie Irving, that one's unprotected. You have no second-round picks for the foreseeable future, like the next six or seven years, I believe, is what I saw. Like, it's just, there's really not that many ways to, there's ways to add talent, but there's not many ways to compile the number of guys that the Mavs need to fill every hole. Not in one offseason, at least. I mean, you would have to make some trades, recoup some assets, and then later on flip some of those extra assets you got for more. Like you, you just have to – it has to build. So I don't know. You know, we'll, we'll have to see how it goes. I'm, uh, I'm very curious uh, to see how the lottery goes because I feel like, you know, the Mavs' luck has been so bad that they're due some lottery luck. But I don't know, you know, the NBA – I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but, you know, there's a lot of people saying, like, oh, I don't see the NBA letting the Mavs win the lottery because they tanked the last two games of the season. And I'm just thinking, like, like, how does that make sense? How does that make sense to punish the Mavs for tanking two games at the end of the season when you have teams like Portland and Charlotte, and given Charlotte was pretty good in the last, you know, last half of the season, but you have teams like Portland and and Houston and San Antonio, these super tank teams for like the last full half of the year, why don't they get punished? I mean, why is it just the Mavs for two games at the end of a season when if they would have won those last two games, they still wouldn't have made the play-in tournament? Make it make sense. It, It does not make any sense to me whatsoever how there is so much outrage over how the Mavs treated those last two games. Am I an advocate of tanking? No. Do I understand why they did it? Yes. I mean, why would you want to win those last two games when the chances are you aren't going to make the play-in tournament anyway? And if you do win those last two games and miss the play-in tournament, there's a 90% chance you give your pick to the Knicks. And the alternative to that is losing those games because you're not going to make it anyway. And then you have an 80% chance to keep that pick. I mean... 80% 80% chance to keep it, 90% chance to lose it. It's an easy choice. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand why uh, it's such a big deal for the Mavs and they should be punished and all these other tanking teams just get a pass. So uh, that, that's my take on it. I'm not, I'm not a big conspiracy theorist just because of that reason alone. Like surely Adam Silver and the rest of the league, like they, they have enough self-awareness to know <laughs> that there are bigger fish to fry uh, than the Mavs, you know, messing up two games nobody cares about at the end of the season. So, and also, like, did anybody watch the Mavs from like February through the end of the year? They could have played Luca, Kyrie, they could have played everybody and still could have lost both of those games. <laughs> like, uh, why are we sitting here, th- you know, saying that even if they had played all those guys, they still would have won? Like, did y'all watch the team? They were horrible. 
their <laughs> train wreck for the last part of the year. So, you know, it is what it is. Uh, okay, so a quick recap before we get things underway later tonight in the lottery. Uh, individual percentages per pick. So uh, for the first pick in the draft, Mavs have a flat 3% chance. Uh, for the number two pick, 3.3%. Number three pick, 3.6%, and number four pick, 4% flat chance at the number four pick. Altogether, they have a 13.9% chance of jumping into the top four. Uh, now, look, I don't know how they you know, construct all these odds and everything, but I just know picks five through nine, the Mavs have no chance at. It's it's 0%. There's no chance. You either, you're either going to stay at 10, drop, you know, below 10 or jump into the top four that's the options for the mass tonight so 13 percent 13.9 percent chance to jump into the top four 65.9 percent chance to stay at number 10 uh, and then you have a flat 19 percent chance to drop to number 11 which we're we're greatly hoping doesn't happen because that's like a doomsday scenario as much as we had to suffer watching Jalen Brunson, um, kill it for the New York Knicks in the playoffs before they got eliminated by the Miami Heat. Um, you know, I, I don't think we need to also suffer by turning right around and giving the New York Knicks a, a first-round pick, a lottery pick. <laughs> so, whew, hopefully we avoid that. I, I might, uh, you know, I'm pretty optimistic about the Mavs, even when I probably shouldn't be, according to a lot of people. Uh, but if that happens, I might turn into the Joker. So we we will see. And then they have a number of, I mean, a, sorry, a 1.2% chance of getting the number 12 pick, uh, which is, let's see. Well, I was about to say that's the last pick they had a chance at. They have a greater than 0% chance of getting the number 13 or 14 pick. So, uh <laughs> <laughs> it's not zero, but it's not enough above zero for them to list the actual numbers on Tankathon. So uh, that's what we're looking at. So more than likely, it'd be the number 10 pick, uh, but they do have a chance. They have a near 14% chance of jumping into the, the top four. So we'll we'll see how it goes. Uh, I have a good feeling about it. Maybe I'll regret saying that tomorrow. It wouldn't be the first time, but I just I feel like I feel like we're do something here, uh, something big, and I hope so. I hope Victor Wembanyama is uh, suiting up with Luca to start next season. Um, so guys, I uh, hope you enjoy uh, the rest of your lottery day. I do want to uh, do a few things before we we take off. The first is I'm doing a. Uh, sponsorship with manscaped and i have a beard hedger that the, it's their new product that they do just want to share that with y'all uh, it has 20 different length settings it has a titanium coated t-blade 60 minute runtime. it's waterproof and durable uh, and you got a hold on this is very professional stuff by me here i know You've got a precision zoom wheel adjustment. So there's 20 different length settings and you can do that, you know, in one, you don't have to switch out guards and all that stuff. You just rotate it. It's awesome. I love it. Uh, I, I had like two different uh, razors that I used 
uh, to do that stuff. And I had like two different guards on it to keep from having to <laughs> locate the, the right guard links that I needed every time. And now I don't have to do that. I have this, you know, all in one deal and you can have it too. If you want it, go to manscape.com, use our promo code, uh, math step back and you'll get 20% off and free shipping. So if you want to take advantage of that, please do. Um, let me get my screen set up here. I'm also going to share what we what we've got going on at uh, DallasBasketball.com. Give me just a second here, guys. Okay. Uh, hold on. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Okay, so we're going to have a, you know, a how-to-watch thing up here in a little bit, but basically... We have something up from my guy Michael Mulford, Josh Green's Mavs future core roster piece or trade bait, um, and he's got some more of these coming too. It's it's basically like season reviews, but you know it's uh, it's also looking at these guys' futures and their current contract situation, and you know whether the Mavs should keep them or try to to trade them. So uh, definitely go check that one out. We also have a lot of other stuff. I wrote one about trade or keep, the many options that await the Mavs depending on the lottery results. Wrote that one yesterday. Uh, our guy Grant Afseth wrote about the Mavs draft lottery history. 
being among the unluckiest of all time, which is insane. And it's why I have good feelings about tonight because, <laughs> because surely, you know, this won't, uh, this won't keep up, uh, you know, throughout Mavs team history. And then, you know, Grant had another one talking about NBA analysts uh, said that Kyrie Irving's trade is haunting uh, the Mavs, which I don't agree with, but, you know, it's not really about Kyrie Irving. It's about what they had to give up to get him and, you know, still suffering from that lack of depth. So, uh, but yeah, go to DallasBasketball.com, scroll down through here. I wrote a, a piece and linked uh, last uh, yesterday's pod to uh, the thing about the Mavs having that lucky horseshoe uh, that Nico Harrison's probably going to bring with him and have on stage, I would imagine. Uh, but we did that. We're doing like general playoff uh, previews and recaps. And uh, there's a lot of trade speculation about uh, DeAndre Ayton. And uh, there's just a lot of stuff there. There's a lot of stuff at DallasBasketball.com. So be sure to go check that out. Guys, we appreciate it. Hope you have a great rest of your Monday and a great rest. Sorry. Great rest of your Tuesday. Uh, and we will see you first thing Wednesday morning. I'm still getting used to this YouTube thing. Uh, I know there's a little bit of bumps in the road. I'm trying to get better at these uh, other window transitions and stuff like that. So uh, bear with me on that. I will get better at it. Uh, it's been a while since I've done this, but it's going to start being a more routine thing for me. So please be sure to go like, rate, and subscribe on all your favorite podcast platforms. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Uh, we have just over, we have like 1.1 thousand uh, YouTube subscribers now. So that's awesome. I appreciate y'all uh, and we appreciate it. Y'all have a great rest of your week. We'll see you next time.